Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, It's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Fascinating. For over 30 years and still your inside look into boxing and mixed martial arts. What the hell's going on out here? Heard live around the world and brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. Yeah. And now, live from the Ring Talk Studios in San Francisco, here's the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Down goes Frazier! Down goes Frazier! And Foreman is as poised as can be! Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network here in the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. Check it. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide 35. Make that 36 plus years now of being often imitated but hardly duplicated. Straight up today, we're talking boxing and mixed martial arts for two hours live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio Channel 211, the Dan Patrick Channel, and about a thousand other internet platforms. Straight up, this is the live Sunday edition, 11 a.m. Pacific time, two hours on the Sports Byline broadcast. And our guests will include the retired HBO godfather, the Hall of Famer, Mr. Larry Merchant, will be here in just a few minutes. Straight up, Larry's got a different perspective on the weekend of boxing maybe than the rest of us of course larry's view is always something we take how can i put it we we treasure larry merchant 89 years old sharp as attack we're gonna say still driving his car still rocking and rolling he is the godfather of hbo for my life no doubt about that straight up larry will be here as well we'll hear from jamel charlo a successful winner last night a comeback winner of course over wow <laughs> tony harrison what can i say about tony harrison except that tony's Tony's one of those guys that he's he's in it until he's not in it. And that was a hell of a fight last night. I thought that maybe Jack Reese might have pulled the plug a little bit too early. But then again, there were two knockdowns that preceded that. I'm not going to ju- second judge a referee, but I will say this. That might have been a that might have I might have let that one go. At that point in time, I might have let that one go because Harrison was on the ropes and he was catching and blocking all of those shots. None of those punches that were being thrown were landing. They looked good, but they didn't land. Straight up. Maybe, maybe there should be a third fight, a trilogy for these two guys, because they rock and roll, no doubt about that. Two fights now, will there be a third? You're tuned to Ring Talk live on Sports Byline. Decision now. Let's listen. 
clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Football and basketball seasons are in full swing. So get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, betonline.ag. Sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit to start betting college or professional sports. Every spread, every total, every winner or loser. Straight bet, parlay, or tease your way through the season. You can even bet on wild proposition bets like... Who will be the first head coach to get fired? Or who will win the NBA MVP? Get the fastest to market odds, updates, and payouts with our new sportsbook partners, betonline.ag. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use promo code COACH55. That's COACH55 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Welcome back to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, a sports byline production. My name is Pedro Fernandez. We're talking boxing and MMA today only on Sports Byline. Well, I know you missed that thing on your shoulder, but boy, did you get it back tonight. And did you get it back the way you said you were going to get it back? I have to ask you, though. You got up on the ropes before the fight was over. You thought it was over. Who, who told you? Did you see the rep or was it Lennox who was actually waving you back to tell you to get back? The action's still underway. That's the second time that happened to me in my career. Uh, I thought it was over. I ain't no referee, though, so it should have been over on that first knockdown. But, uh, hey, I got that bill back. It took me a while. I got it out in the living, but I didn't leave it up to the judges. Most definitely did not do that tonight. I have to ask you, you said you were going to come in with more punching power. We saw you come out aggressive, but he was able to, to put you against the ropes a lot in this fight. What, what was happening there? And, and... Hey, Tony's a, he's a, a former champion, and he come to fight. He had a lot on the line. He had pressure on him. 
I did what I had to do. I went in there, I, I dictated, I dominated, and I knocked him out. You most definitely did. In terms of that first knockdown, how much confidence did that give you in this fight, in the second round, the first? It let him know and me know that the power real. Better avoid it, respect it, or they gonna check it. What did Derek just say to you? I don't even hear nobody. Good boxing match. This is what it's about, boxing. It's a good boxing match. Shout out to my manager for being able to put me back in this thing right away. Shout out to Fox for, for, for being a network to showcase this talent. And, 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 and 2020 finna be real. 2020 finna get live, baby, yeah. I have to ask you, because there was so much animosity between the two of you. I saw you guys uh, have words after this fight. What was said, and is, is this water under the bridge now? Well, listen, I'm a gentleman at the end of the day. I got a family to feed, and so do he. And he got in there to do what he, got, he had to do, and I did what I had to do. I made it victorious, made the best man win. So I showed my respect as good sportsmanship. But at the end of the day, I don't like the dude. Period. Would you fight him again ever? <laughs> yeah, we'll get it in. It don't matter. But I'm off to bigger and better things. All right, next year, we've got a big fight coming up in January. J-Rock will look to defend his titles. We haven't had an undisputed champion in this division since 2004. The last one to do it was Winky Wright. Before that, it goes back to 1975. Would you like that fight, that winner, next? We're the history-making twins, and I'm down for whatever make history. We did what we had to do. Finna enjoy this Christmas with my family. I'ma sit back and we finna celebrate and have a good time. He held the title too long. I had to come back and get it. Congratulations a on a great win for you here tonight. Let's Boxing content, follow PBC on Fox on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Jamel Charlo, of course, last night regained his WBC 154-pound title. The Iron Man now 33 and 117 wax, Mr. Harrison. Super bad Tony Harrison, Detroit Motown. Of course, that's where he's from, 28-3, 21 KOs. We take it from the city by the bay to the city of angels. I'm talking about Los Angeles, California, bringing the retired HBO godfather, H, Mr. Larry Merchant. Larry, how are you this morning, sir? Uh, I think I'm doing pretty well so far. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a bit tongue-tied myself. I don't know why, but it's just one of those mornings where, you know, probably I shouldn't have got out of bed and done radio. Anyway, but I'm here. And Mr. Charlo was impressive last night. I mean... I, I, I thought that maybe you know the end could have been eh, a little bit more conclusive. In other words, in other words, I thought those punches were on the on the ropes missed them. But other than that, I thought it was a pretty good performance for both guys. Uh, well, tell me about it, Pedro, because I didn't see the fight. Well, both guys went <laughs> round and around for eleven rounds, man, and, and they they rocked. I mean, they they just didn't. And Charlo showed a whole lot of intensity and intestinal fortitude. He knocked his man down. I mean, he went for the kill, and and the bottom line was he. He's a young man, I think, that that knew that he needed to make a statement. And I, I think that Anthony Joshua should have been thinking that. I know you really praised Joshua's performance a couple of weeks ago, a fortnight ago, against Andy Ruiz. But there comes a point in time where you have to step up and say, you know what, I, I want to gamble for greatness here. And, you know, I, I just think that Charlo gambled for greatness last, greatness last night. He may have gotten it. Um, I think that Mr. Mr. Joshua didn't gamble for greatness. He went to the 12-round route and got the decision. But they both get the wins. The bottom line is the Charlo brothers are back in the winning column. Uh, Pedro, um, you and I may have a different definition of greatness. All right. Uh, uh, relative. How about goodness? All right. All right. Goodness. 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 
I, listen, for this current, I'm talking about current currently. I mean, I'm not talking about an all-time greats, isn't it? But Charlo's performance last night, the fact that, you know, he came back from the defeat and, and ended it before the before it went to the judges, I think that's really important. And guys need to know that. They don't seem to know that guys are more fighters are willing to, to go the 12-round route in this now, you know, if they're, they're ahead after nine rounds or ahead after eight, nine uh, rounds. I, I, you know, look, um, uh, some some guys are designed or uh, pushed by their corners. They're winning the fight, um, and they want to go home and, and, and make a deposit in their bank. Mm-hmm. And uh, Roy Jones was famous for that, mm-hmm. while Shane Mosley... Um, was trying to finish with a dramatic flourish in every fight he ever fought. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and both of them were great in in, in this period of time. Okay, yeah. I, you know, I, I'm glad that it was a good fight. I've seen, seems to me, I've seen a lot of really good competitive fights recently. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, maybe the. The big money is uh, motivating some of these guys uh, when they do get in the ring. Uh, what was uh, Harrison not in the ring for a year or so? Yeah, he was, but but he was off almost a year. But it was due to injuries. And I will say this: you know, boxing in December it never used to happen. They would have we'd have maybe a fight or two in England or somewhere else in the world. But in towards the latter part of December, boxing was dead. Okay, and with the apps happening now, boxing's happening year round. At least in December, it is. And we've got Javante Davis still coming up on on um, further on on this month on the zone. So I, I, the zone is show. Bottom line is there's all kinds of fights happening. Godfather, I mean, there's more fights yeah. than I can even watch. Well, that's um, unless it's a really big fight. The Saturday night is uh, go out to dinner with your wife and friends night, and uh, I didn't uh, record the fight last night. I I uh, I blew that. Uh, but look, I'm happy for these guys if they're making money and and if they're putting on good fights. And I see more good fights uh, recently than in a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, it's 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 all good. And um, we once again have uh, twin brothers who are champions, which is a, a rare thing. And I didn't see their mother last night, so Mama Charlo must have been celebrating. She wasn't when they had that that one loss. She wasn't she wasn't too celebra- so celebratory. But the bottom line is, she's like Frank the Animal Fletcher's mother to an extent. She's very supportive, and of course, you remember but Frank the Animal but, Fletcher. From what you're telling me, she's a front runner. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, maybe she's a front runner. But remember Frank the Animal Fletcher's animated mother. Remember all the crazy things she used to do running around yeah, the ring. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I remember when they when Frank got knocked out by Juan Rodan in Las Vegas, and, and, the, and, the, and the referee said to him, "Hey, hey, where are you?" He says, "The Dunes," and he met uh, in Atlantic City. Uh, and then, <laughs> no, 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 no. Stay down, stay down. Bottom line is he was really hurt. The HBO Godfather, retired HBO Godfather's announced Larry Merch. Of course, Larry, we've got big fights coming up as far as next year's concerned, but. Earl Spence was, um, we'll play an interview with Earl Spence a little bit later, but Earl Spence came back as far as a post-fight interview, or post-accident interview last night, and they showed that accident again. And, you know, he still is the most luckiest guy. Have you seen the, have you seen the video of the accident, Godfather? No, I haven't. Who took the video of the accident? Well, they showed it last night on, on um I mean, on uh, I mean, I mean what, what, what is that? Somebody uh, driving up behind him took, 
took a video of the accident? No, Godfather, you believe in the world of Google, there's cameras everywhere. There's cameras. <laughs> I, I mean, so. there's cameras everywhere. In fact, I can run a check on your license plate, and they will show me a few times in the last six months where your car has been in California. <laughs> oh. Well, I'm a good boy now, so. Good uh, boy now? What does that I'm mean, good, good, boy, I'm a good now. Old boy now? Yeah, so. I have no concerns about it. Okay. Um, but um, if I was a private eye, I guess that would be a good thing to have. I don't know anybody that's a private eye person, present company not included. Anyway, bottom line is you're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports File, and we're back with Larry Merchant right after this. Some black and tall, some black and short, skinny legs and all. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003 Eight hundred four eight five six zero zero three. Eight hundred four eight five six zero zero three. Call right now. That number is eight hundred four eight five six thousand three. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. Eight hundred five nine three seven four nine one. That's eight hundred five nine three seven four nine one. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. 
Vasily, you famously said, who is this Teofimo? Now he is a world champion. Do you want to fight him to unify? Yes, of course. Now he's a world champion. And uh, welcome to my club. And see you in April. <laughs> so we'll see that fight in April. What did you see in Teofimo Lopez's performance tonight? I, I can explain because it was just a couple rounds. Uh, and uh, I don't understand what happened. Uh, this is boxing. That's, this is... Uh, that's why we love him. That's why we love this boxing. That's why we love it. In terms of his performance, did he do anything to impress you? Power, speed, anything that you saw? He always, he always has a power, and he's a smart fighter. But uh, it depends your opponent. 2019 was a big year for you. You and Terence Crawford won in one A in terms of pound for pound. What are your plans for 2020? What do you want to do? I want unificate title, and uh, after that, uh, I want to organize a fight uh, with uh, Jerwanta Davis. Vasil Lomachenko, two-time world amateur champion, 14-1, and one, considered pound for pound, maybe the best in the world right now, of course, taking on Brooklyn's Tiafimo Lopez. Originally, his people are from Honduras. He mentioned that after post-fight, of course, uh, taking care of Mr. Man. He just came out and destroyed his opponent. Of course, these two guys are going to hook it up in April, probably for a super bout. I don't want to say this is like Leonard Duran or something like this, but it's close. It's a big bout. People are going to start talking about this in a few weeks. Of course, Lomachenko, pound for pound. Is Lomachenko, pound for pound, the best boxer right now in the world, uh, Godfather? Well, this is a matter of opinion, mythical, not fact. Mythical, yeah. And in, in, in my book, uh, Terrence Crawford and Can- Canelo Alvarez, uh, have better claims to to that uh, distinction. Okay, Crawford, 147 pounder, and Ter- uh, Mr. Spence says he's back. He said he'll be back in May with a fight in May. I yeah, I, I wonder if that's going to happen. Um, but Crawford, how can I put this? He needs he really needs a super 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 fight. I mean, the, the Russian the other night tested him, wobbled him one time, or hurt him one time, but wasn't nothing significant. But I will say this that. You know he needs a he needs a he needs a really super opponent. Well, who beside super... uh, the Spence we knew before the um, car flipped uh, would be make a super super fight. I mean, uh, I don't think that um, Manny Pacquiao is going to go there uh, because the the real problem is Terence Crawford does have uh, a fan base in Omaha. But nationally, he's never proved that he could uh, fill arenas and sell a lot of pay-per-views and all that good stuff. So why would you fight him if you don't have to fight him? And, and what is the big fight we're looking for? Okay. Well, the big fight in boxing right now, of course, is the fight between the apps. ESPN Plus, top rank is with them. And the UFC is with them. And, of course, the Zone's got Bellator MMA and, of course, lots of boxing with Barry Hearn, et cetera, and Golden Boy. Um, so it's, it's a battle between the apps right now. The apps are, like, hooking it up, and they're going at each other with, like, I mean, the fact, look at, look, look, look at the schedule now. ESPN Plus, December 33rd, Ryota Murata versus Stephen Butler for the WBA middleweight title. That's going to take place in Japan. The 28th, Showtime's going to go with Gervonta Davis and Yuri Gamboa and then Gene Pascal. And Badu Jack. Badu Jack, I hope to have on later I in mean, the show. So, I mean, I there mean, are fights happening in December. Boxing is happening right now. It is. Uh, Gamboa, you think he's a, a serious opponent 
Mm. Davis, give me a break. No, he's a uh, serious. But, um, he'd, be, he'd be a serious opponent, maybe for you or me. But that's about it. I mean, he, <laughs> he's t- listen. We know he's tired. I mean, listen. That Cuban, though, talk about wasted talent, Godfather. That was one guy. Him and that that guy Guzman from Venezuela or somewhere, Dominican Dominican Republic. Um, 122-pound guy a few years ago. I think those two guys are probably the two wasted talents I've seen. And Adrian Broner and third guy. But in the last 10 years, those guys are just wasted talent. Well, what we've seen is a number of uh, fighters who, when they're young, like Broner, and they're fighting in a weight class, I think it was uh, a junior welter, mm-hmm. uh, where they're strong. Uh, and they win a few fights, and they're moved up in weight, and some of them uh, aren't designed to fight bigger fighters. So that happens. that's happened several times. Um, we haven't talked. Uh, have we talked about uh, uh, Jacobs and, and Chavez? No, I, I was going to bring that up, but um, did you watch it? Well, I'll tell you, my, my, my television set didn't want me to see the fight, apparently. <laughs> I was having a problem. But then it blinked on it for, for the last 20 seconds of the fight. I didn't even recognize Chavez. Me neither. You know, who looked uh, bulky and, and wearing a blonde wig or something. And uh, so I wasn't surprised by the outcome. Um He's he, he, and good for Danny Jacobs, and I think he'll make uh, some good fights at uh, at 168. Um, and I think maybe farewell to Chavez. You know, Chavez Jr. I think his discipline and dedication to the game sums it up all. When the referee went into interview or went again to give him final instructions at the LA Forum one night, and he was having intimate intimate relations in the shower stall with a female. So he couldn't take his instructions right then and there. I'm shocked. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I've never heard, I, I take that back, Muhammad Ali got a little intimate with, with Lola Falana before the first Frazier fight, he told me. But outside of that, I can't remember too many too many fighters have sort of like fessed up to me that they had, they broke the code real, real close to a fight. Ali said he broke it not really, but, you know. What do you think of that? Is that a myth, Godfather? I used to not, I used to abstain for three weeks. Yeah. Well, um, the myth or, or, or the, the need of a warrior um, who is uh, fighting for his homestead um, and uh, forget and and doesn't have intimacy um, that's sort of uh, baked into uh, boxing. Uh, the first time I saw it. Uh, broken, uh, at least out loud where we could all see it, was when Ingemar Johansson uh, fought Floyd Patterson, and Johansson brought his girlfriend um, uh, with him to training camp, Mm -hmm. and they lived in a little uh, cottage. I went and interviewed them at that point there, and it was a shock to everybody. And then, of course, what happened was that the, in that fight, Johansson uh, knocked Patterson down about seven times in three or four rounds. 
Yeah, one time I remember training with Ray Leonard for the Thomas Hearns rematch in West West Palm Beach, Florida, on that golf course down there. And he was he had his current wife in 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 in, in an apartment with him, and they were living together. And I asked him about that. I said, Ray, how, how do you you know how do you do the discipline? He said, Man, he goes, I really try. I really try to to remain true. I don't know what he meant by that, but I really try to. Remain, I think he was trying to remain true to boxing. But you know the the attractions there. But I'll say this, Godfather. The last thing I want to do after intimate contact is do anything fighting. I mean, it just doesn't. They don't. They don't go hand in hand. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> they just okay. Gervonta Davis and Yuri Gamboa is going to be a walk. But Badu Jack and Gene Pasquale are probably going to be a pretty good fight for the WBA light heavyweight title. It's going to be a Showtime the twenty eighth. So that finishes out the year in boxing. Of course, the twenty third, Ryota Murata and Stephen Butler. Butler's an unheralded Canadian. Uh, going into uh, Japan to take on Ryota Murata, of course, who who, ups, who who unbelievably took out Mr. Brent. I thought that young man Brent that Eddie Mustafa had from Las Vegas was going to be you know a star, but he he was he fizzled out real quick. So straight up, Javante Davis wins this in a walk. Gene Pascal and Badu Jack, these guys are both both really champions. Who wins that? I don't know. Um, uh, Davis. Um, it looks like uh, a real fighter. We'll see. Uh, he's been moved or moved up and on upward mm-hmm. uh, by not fighting the best fighters out there, which is something that his promoter, uh, I think his name is Mayweather, mm-hmm. um, used used to uh, do. Uh, we'll see when he gets into a real fight. Hmm. All right. When we look at the heavyweight division right now, we've got Mr. Joshua and Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. Are these guys going to go round robin in 2020? Can you see that happening? Yes, I can, and I am I'm hoping something like that does happen. Uh, um, um, look, when the heavyweights are alive, when the middleweights and the welterweights uh, have a bunch of characters in a, in a, in a like they're in a play. You know, boxing is doing well, and with with a lot of money pouring into the sport, uh, with the streaming, um, right now is a a really good moment, and uh, I'm curious to see how the heavyweights uh, play play themselves out. Um, my expectation is that uh, if Wilder should beat a Fury uh, by the end of next year or into the into 20 uh, 21, um, he should be uh, uh, fighting Joshua, okay. whoever the, the winner of that fight is, okay, now, and maybe even the loser. So the speculation is good for boxing, uh, the boxing is good for boxing, um, and we'll see if all the competitors, the networks, um, can survive this kind of competition when you can't always make the best fights. One more quickie, Godfather. Uh, Saul Alvarez, Canelo Alvarez, gave up the 175-pound title. Any idea who he's going to fight in May? No, but I think he's, it, it's, it's an, another indication of a wise choice. I think he'll be at, stay at 168, and the, uh, anybody who fights at 160 will be eager to fight him because of the money. And uh, he seems to have grown into that division uh, very well. 
Um, and I'm curious to see. There's a couple of British fighters at 168 who are good, and there's always money in that. Uh, and I think Canelo Alvarez has finally earned the respect from the boxing world that um, fans have given him for a long time. With that, I've got to cut you short. Godfather, kiss the Godmama. We'll talk soon. Have a great day. Pedro. The great Larry Merchant, the Hall of Famer on Sports Byline. Should I go to the police station? Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free 5-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. I love iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. Love it. Everywhere, man. <laughs> Seriously. Everywhere, man. 20 million songs from 450,000 artists. iHeartRadio. Reno, Chicago, Fargo, Minnesota, Buffalo, Toronto, Winslow, Sarasota. I create my own radio stations. iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. Millions of songs. Thousands of stations. One free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download the app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. The soul side of town, baby. 
Tower of Power 2019. Check them out, towerofpower.com. Of course, they've been dishing out the funk now for 51 years. Oakland's very own soul band, Tower of Power. Speaking of a Tower of Power, let's take it to the, the island of Bariqua. I'm talking about Puerto Rico. I'm bringing the president of the World Boxing Organization, Mr. Francisco Valcarcel Sr. Paco, how are you, sir? Happy holidays. Fine, Pedro. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. So how was Japan? How was the WBO Congress in Japan? What what what, what were the major accomplishments that came out of that? Yeah, uh, very good, Pedro. We uh, are very happy that we accomplish all, all our goals and uh, we have a, a very crowded convention over 410 uh, guys at the banquet mm-hmm. uh, and we uh, we accomplish all our safety that we have to discuss remember that we mentioned that that safety will be the main issue and um, I think we are we should be happy after the convention okay Safety has always been the major issue in the world of, of the World Boxing Organization when it comes to athletes, no doubt about that. Why is it, how can I put this, what, what separates the WBO from everybody else? I try to explain this to people, and I can explain it fully, but why don't I let you explain it? Can hear you, Pedro, say it again. One more time, what, what makes the WBO significantly different from the other sanctioning bodies? And I know the answer, but I would like to hear it from you. But we we play by the rules, you know. We play by the rules, and uh, we don't have commitment with anybody. You know, my way. I'm a lawyer. I've been a lawyer for 45 years now, and um, boxing is my my. I love my sport, but I I'm living. You know, my 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 income come from my office. Mm-hmm. I don't live for. Uh, I don't make money with boxing, and I'm very independent in the way we we work. Terrence Crawford looked pretty good last week. I mean, this kid, the 147-pound WBO champion, is just fantastic. But the guy that I'm really impressed with, Paco, and I told you this before he fought Dogbo the first time, and you looked at me kind of funny. I said, you know, this guy Navarrete, he can really go. And you said to me, Pedro, I don't underestimate Mr. Dogbo, but I, Mr. Mr. Navarrete is the real deal. He might be the best Mexican fighter in the world. Yeah, I, I, I'm human, Pedro. You know, I, I never thought that Navarrete can can beat a uh, both, but uh, he showed me that that he got it's a real deal, and uh, he can fight. He he defends the title four times, and um, we um, sky is the limit for that kid, and I think he's the, the best uh, champion in that division. But he will be, move up soon to 126. Okay. Four defenses and, and one. And, and you know, and, and, and talking about Crawford, Crawford is the jewel of the crown. You know? Yeah, it's a, it's a, just unique. It's like a, you know, sometimes I, in my mind, I got I got Crawford against Mayweather in, in one hundred forty pounds or one hundred forty seven. I would like to see both fighting. You know, in my mind, I can recreate that that fight. And let me tell you, I, I cannot pick a winner. I cannot pick a winner. Why? Well, you know. When you look at look at boxing right now, I mean, the apps are going crazy. The WBO's doing things going around the world, different fights here and there. Boxing seems to be on, on a rebound. I mean, I know there's more people listening to the show than were before, and I really want to thank all you people out there because you've been doing a million things right now. The fact you're listening to the show, well, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. But, I mean, boxing is hot right now, Paco. It's hot. Yeah, boxing has been very hot all the time. Now we got, uh, you know, TV uh, competing, you know, the, the TV network are competing, the Sony, SPN, that, that's uh, 
you know, um, kind of TV, mm-hmm. uh, that kind of TV, that kind of uh, work in boxing, you know, uh, subscribers, PBC uh, and the other side, you know, competitive, high, hard competition. It showed that make uh, boxing more interesting, and you know, at the end, who going to be benefit for in, for that? Okay. The fighters who participating in in the, in, in, in the, the kind of bouts. Okay, Al Heyman said some things a couple of months ago where he wasn't going to didn't want to uh, recognize the WBO, and he I mean, th- listen. He doesn't really have a choice on that. You know, I mean, let's yeah. be honest. I mean, the World Boxing Organization is the World Boxing Organization, so he doesn't really have a choice on that. I mean, who does – I mean, do his fighters – how can I put this? Are they willing to go along with the drug testing, all that kind of good stuff? Are the PBC fighters willing to take the drug test, Godfather? Can you tell me that? Yeah, but but before you say that, you know, I was, I was, I was uh, laughing because uh, – I heard, you know, here in Puerto Rico that the, the president of Trinidad Tobago won't recognize Trump as a president of the USA, and I was laughing. When people are talking that uh, this guy or the other guy can will, will not won't recognize all of you, I, I, I <laughs> after that, Pedro, in a, in a, you know, barrio words, uh, I don't give a damn. <laughs> I you don't know, give a damn. I, I um, how can I put this? I think that they're going to try to develop their own, like the UFC, the belt, and that kind of good stuff. And and I've seen what that's what that's done with the world of mixed martial arts. The UFC basically it's it's a it's 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 you know the, the guys have nowhere oh. else to go, and, and they're getting paid nickels. Okay, oh, nickels. Oh, oh, Pedro, all I have to say, what? all I have to say, good luck. You know, if he if he has success, God bless him. Yeah, but Paco, think about this because, guy, because nobody can compete with with, with world title. Pedro. Okay, forget about that. You okay. can be the <laughs> The, the 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 sky champion uh, or the um, uh, I don't know the the, the 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 whole universe champion, but at the end people uh, cares about world champions. Okay, okay, that but, that's but, a tradition. But what uh, I was tr- you, nobody can compete against that. Okay, what I was trying to bring up though is that in the world of mixed martial arts, and these guys aren't making any money. The guy that headlined. A Madison Square Garden card that sold six million dollars worth of tickets made five hundred thousand dollars, and it was on. It, it went like almost a million homes on pay per view. He made five hundred thousand dollars. These guys are getting. They're getting. They're getting robbed. I, I agree with you, brother. What you say is is is, is true. I mean, they're, true. Just, they're just getting robbed, and these poor guys are getting abused. They need. They need a lawyer. That's what they need. Well, they 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 tried to launch a class action lawsuit that didn't work. Anyway, tell me about the kids. The kids' drug-free program. The WBO is big on that. Tell me about now, that. Now, now we are working on. You know, uh, I was mentioned that during the convention that we have, we need more more countries to join also the the program, especially in Africa. Mm-hmm. They they are they need a lot. You know, a gym in Africa means a lot for for the whole country. It's not like in Puerto Rico that we have a gym in every municipality or USA, but um, but in Africa they need a lot of help. And uh, we are doing uh, also Latin America, and um, we we are working more with, uh, you know, um, donate equipment for the gyms, like uh, we are doing in Puerto Rico. Been very su- successful uh, program, and uh, I don't know if you saw in our web page uh, the the gyms that we prepared. One sure. is uh, is running by Ivan Calderon, the former champion in mm-hmm. my hometown right now. And uh, we have a lot of people visiting the gym, and uh, we are very pleased with uh, the um, 
uh, welcome we have uh, received from the community. We're doing great, and we're still doing great. Now, we have Christmas uh, party for the kids in the gyms. You know, we we buy bicycles. We got uh, everybody got uh, toys during during Christmas. We prepare packages, different toys, you know, education, educational uh, stuff. And we put that there. We have uh, like a lunch with the kids in the, in the gyms, and then we we um, uh, send some plaques for the kids have been you know, doing something outstanding mm-hmm. to recognize the kid, and uh, and Santa Claus will be present there too. You know, Paco, what, what people don't realize is that boxing gyms we don't have to produce boxers. We're not looking to produce boxers. We're looking to help people move along in life. In other words, boxing can give you a sense of discipline and give you a sense of pride and give you a sense of behavior. It can put you on the listen. I it was for me it was a reverse of peer pressure because at nine o'clock at night on a Friday night when I had a fight coming up in a few weeks, my friends would tell me, "Hey, go get in the house. You got to run tomorrow." I mean, it was a reverse peer pressure. So boxing was boxing's done nothing but good things for me. I love it, man. Yeah, you are doing. You are saying something right, Pedro. You know, boxing. If you check how many people can have the opportunity to fight, to be classified, to to fight a regional title or to fight for the title, that's a few percentage of the people who are present in the gym. But the most important is that we can use that discipline in boxing that we use in boxing to develop a better, a better citizens, better citizens for the future. Work with the community. Uh, make the community better, more safe. People can respect the the social contract that people should have. It, it's always present in a boxing gym, and that that's very important for the community. And, and just to save our our, our work, you know, it's important that people have, people uh, uh, practice discipline and and have the discipline to be so, successful. But you know, even for the okay, but but even if you're not can compete, but compete, going to the gym each day, it, it just it, it's like instead of going, you know, some people go to the bar, like Cheers, they go to the bar and they have a few drinks at night. And I try to tell people, no, man, try, go to the gym, spend some time at the gym. You don't have to box, you don't have to be a boxer per se, but you go there, you shadow box, you stretch, you hit the bag, you learn how to do things, you do things like that. And guess what? Maybe if something were to happen someday, you'd have a little extra confidence in you. Maybe you wouldn't have beforehand. And and I will, oh, and after forty, fifty years, you 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 will discover that 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 what 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 you was doing when you was a young guy, a young puppy, or uh, you was in a gym, will pay will will pay for the future. Because after fifty, you start you know feeling if you smoke, if you drink a lot, your your liver, your uh, your body will be won't be the same. If you practice any sport, and you have you 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 work out, and I work out. I'm 71 and I'm still working out, and I I can assure you, Pedro, I feel great because I didn't smoke, I didn't drink, uh, and I, I I'm not I'm not doing that now, and I still work uh, work out and, and working twice a week. So are you I still? Once in a while, I visit the gym and I hit the bike. So one more question: Are you still kicking people's ass on the golf course? I can hear you. I said, are you are you still kicking people's ass golfing? Yeah, I'm still making money, but I make uh, sometimes I make ten bucks, fifteen bucks, and I spend twenty five with my friends, you know, in the in the nineteen hole. But I still I still kicking, you know, <laughs> the guy, the guy. 
I still meeting the guy, you know. I don't want to the great Francisco uh, Paco Barcelo. I work in, in radio. <laughs> but I, I see winning. I see winning. Paco, we wish you the best. Merry Christmas and say hello to all the ladies in the office and your wife, too. Kisses, man. Okay, thank, thank you, Pedro. We are healthy and uh, next year, and, uh, you know, keep well and uh, we keep in touch. Thank you, Thank Pedro. you so much. The ladies and gentlemen, the esteemed president of the World Boxing Organization, Mr. Francisco Paco Barcosel on Sports Byline. Me and you. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words. Buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing Vector Vest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519. Now more of Ring Talk. With Pedro Fernandez. He is Mexican. He's proud to be Mexican. 
Actually, I'm Puerto Rican and Norwegian. I'm a Norwegian, not a Horican. You can find them in Spanish Harlem. Straight up, I'm a Norwegian, half Norwegian, half Puerto Rican. Straight up, you are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This is hour number one of two, live today on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 211, the Dan Patrick Channel, and like a thousand other internet platforms. Bottom line is, hour number two, we'll hear from the recovering, the returning, Earl Spence, currently indicted for drunk driving or driving under the influence of something. Bottom line is, they showed that car flat crash of his. Like, wow, man, the car flipped at 90 miles per hour and he's still alive. He got thrown from the car. Will he ever be the same? He says he will, but I looked at the interview him last night. We'll hear from him in a little, we'll hear from him in a little bit. But I looked at the interview last night. I just didn't see... I just didn't see a whole guy anymore. And of course, I told you before, I thought the neurological damage to this guy... Based on that eye injury, the fact that that eye was all damaged, that right eye is. So anyway, we'll see what happens. I'm not a doctor, but I've got common sense. You get thrown out of a car at 90 miles per hour, you're probably not going to be the greatest athlete in the world ever again. I don't think that if I, I think that if I was another welterweight right now, I'd be clamoring for a fight with Earl Spence. I'd want to fight Earl Spence at first time. I'd be dying to fight Earl Spence right now. Nobody wanted to fight him before, but now I'd be lined up to fight him. No doubt about that. So hour number two. Well, here's some Ali-isms well. Of course, I'm talking about the greatest Muhammad Ali man. You know, when I look back at the current, I look back at heavyweight history, man, the fact that Ali was able to, like, to judge and, and engage each heavyweight that followed him. I remember he, I talked to him about Tyson, talked to him about Lennox Lewis, talking about all these different guys that followed him after the champion. Of course, George Foreman. He talked about George Foreman winning the title again in, in 1995. Was it 1995 when he beat up Michael Moore? I mean, what's Michael Moore's claim to fame? Getting beat up by an old man. Ooh, 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 that's pretty tough. But anyway, that and being arrested for gun charges. But outside of that, I mean, think about this. Ali was able to look back and talk about all these different heavyweight champions. It wasn't the most um, presentable interview to do as far as TV was concerned because of the Parkinson's and things like that. But he was able to break down each heavyweight champion. And, you know, he talked about Tyson. How long would Tyson hold the title? Tyson didn't hold the title that long. People talk about Mike Tyson being the... This great heavyweight champion. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, but the bottom line is, you know, beat the guys like Pinklin Thomas and, you know, come on. Pinklin wasn't the greatest fighter in the world and Bain, James Bonecrusher Smith. But at that point in time, they were heavyweights. They were like upper echelon heavyweights. So Mike Tyson went through them. Could he go through Muhammad Ali, Joe Frazier, and the guys like that? Well, I think he, I think Joe Frazier, he could probably go rumble with Joe Frazier. But I think George Foreman, I think George Foreman might be too big for Mike Tyson in his prime. And Muhammad Ali was too fast. Outside of that, if Tyson hit him first, it'd be all over. This is hour number one of two. Live on Sports Byline, of course, and a thousand other platforms. Hour number two ring of Ring Talk Live Worldwide will feature Earl Spence. We'll talk with Terrence Crawford. We'll hear from uh, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., a post-fight interview, of course. Uh, how can I put this? We'll just we'll, we'll 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 air the nice interview. We'll air the nice interview with Chavez. Of course, there were two interviews with Chavez. One that was a bit combative, but we'll air the nice interview with Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. and hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Stay tuned on Sports Byline.
USA Radio News with John Hunt. Republican Senator Roy Blunt of Missouri blamed the House of Representatives for presenting a partial case of impeachment against the president and expecting the Senate to collect more information to bolster their charges. And I, I think it's a mistake to take this lightly or to, to act like you can send a half-baked case over to the Senate and then it's the Senate's job to try to figure out how to do what you didn't do. Senator Blunt was on Face the Nation. The House approved two articles of impeachment charging Trump with abuse of power and obstruction of Congress last week. The articles have not yet been transmitted to the Senate amid concerns by Speaker Nancy Pelosi that the GOP-controlled upper chamber will not conduct a fair trial. With the White House and Senate currently on a two-week break for the holidays, the articles won't likely be sent to the Senate until at least mid-January. This is USA Radio News. Hello, this is Wayne Allen Root, relentless conservative warrior, middle-class warrior, and always Trump warrior. I have a message for my fellow patriots across America. President Trump is making America great again. He's the only president in my lifetime who is keeping his promises, and his biggest promise is to build that wall. President Trump can only do it with our help. If Congress won't fund Trump's wall, we will. President Trump is one man against the world, and what globalists and socialists around the world want is clear, open borders. It's time to take a stand. We either build the wall, or it's the end of the greatest nation of world history ever blessed by God. That's why I founded the Root for the Wall Pack. 63 million Trump voters together will raise the money President Trump needs for the wall. Anyone who donates $100 or more will get a beautiful commemorative wall brick. Display it proudly. Call 844-ROOT-WALL. That's toll free, 844-ROOT-WALL. Or go to rootwall.com. We will build this wall together. Call 844-ROOT-WALL or go to rootwall.com. Root for the Wall Pack. Pay for it. It's responsible for the content of this message. Not authorized by any candidate or candidates committee. Rootwall.com. Cuban President Miguel Diaz-Canel named Tourism Minister Manuel Marrero Cruz as the country's first prime minister since 1976. Marrero has been Tourism Minister for 16 years, presiding over a rise in visitors. Diaz-Canel cited Marrero's experience in negotiating with foreign investors as his prime qualification. The position of prime minister was held by Fidel Castro from 1959 to 1976, when a new constitution changed his title to president and eliminated the post of prime minister. Environmentalists and Native Americans can proceed with lawsuits challenging President Donald Trump's approval for the Keystone XL oil pipeline from Canada, according to a federal judge in Montana. U.S. District Judge Brian Morris expressed skepticism over government arguments that Trump has unilateral authority to approve the $8 billion pipeline. Listen online anytime at usaradio.com. With a recession ending, if you've been putting off building your business, now is the time to act. General Steel will meet or beat any price on a pre-engineered steel building of the same size and specifications. Act now before steel prices go up. So call us today for free information. Call 800-965-1290. It's the busiest week of the year in the skies. And TSA has some reminders if you're flying. USA Radio's Chris Barnes reports. The first tip that the TSA's William Santos has for flyers is to make sure they have their boarding passes ready. Also, you have some reminders about bringing special holiday food along with you. Whether you can pour it, such as cranberry sauce or 
gravy, things of that nature will have to be packaged properly in a container into your checked luggage. TSA officials say the busiest days for flying began on Saturday and will run through Tuesday. Then after a one-day break for the holiday itself, Thursday and Friday will also be very busy. Catalogs. You know, those glossy paper and ink offerings of outdoor apparel, kitchenware, and fruit baskets are not quite headed for the recycling bin of history. A one-two punch of postal rate increases and the Great Recession had sharply cut their numbers. Common Wisdom had everything retail-related moving online. But the industry rebound appears in the works, fueled by what might be an unlikely group. Younger shoppers, who sometimes find it easier and more satisfying, even nostalgic, flipping the pages rather than clicking links. Industry experts say all of those catalogs crammed into mailboxes this holiday season are a sign that mailings have stabilized and may even be growing after a decline of over 40% since the Great Recession. For USA Radio News, I'm John Hunt. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast. It's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. For over 30 years and still, and still, your inside look into boxing and mixed martial arts. You know what? As long as she fights me 135 pounds, I don't care if she's injecting a horse demon into her eyeballs. Heard live around the world and brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. And now, and now, live from the Ring Talk Studios in San Francisco... Here's the host of the longest-running fight show in history, Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar Sports Byline Studios in San Francisco, California. Check in, sports fans. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 35, no, 36 plus years now of being often imitated, but never duplicated. Welcome to the longest running fight show in history, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, this hour will cover both boxing and MMA. Of course, I don't want to regurgitate hour number one, but this is hour number two. Of course, two-hour edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide comes to you Sunday, Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific, that's 2 p.m. Eastern, of course. But in hour number one, we did hear from Jamel Charlo. Once beaten, now 33 and 117 KOs. A TKO winner. Some people thought it was controversial. I thought maybe the referee could have been a little bit better in the way he stopped the fight. But the bottom line is, Charlo dropped him not once but twice in that finishing round. And Tony Harrison was not no match to, uh, I don't know. I'm sort of like, I'm sort of caught in between as to whether that fight was stopped right or not. So at the end of the day, I think it's better to stop too soon than too late. 
And at the end of the day, Mr. Harrison was hurt. And he had been down twice. Bottom line is Mr. Charlie deserves all kinds of props. 33-1. and one. His mama was happy. His brother was happy. He was a winner last week. There's Jamel, who's supposed to be the lesser of the two, and Jamal, who's supposed to be the better of the two. So there's in one letter, J-E-R-M-E-L-L, J-E-R-M-A-L-L. So that's how you figure their names out. Bottom line is one letter. Brothers, twins, you are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We'll touch on the world of the USC, the Korean zombie in action, tore apart Frankie Edgar. I mean, good Lord, they sent Frankie Edgar over there at the last minute to get lit up by the by the Korean zombie. What can I tell you? Dana White, not your, not the nicest guy in the world. Call him pimp, in my opinion. Straight up, you're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Don't let nobody take care of you. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words, buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing VectorVest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. 
Hi, I'm Rick Tittle, and I host the Video Game Review every Sunday night at 9 o'clock Pacific, midnight on the East Coast, right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Video games are way more important than your job, your school, or your relationship, so let's talk about them. Everything from the 2600 to the 360. I don't work for any video game company, so I'll tell you what's worth your money and what stinks. Also, cheat codes, interviews, your calls, I'll give away a game, release dates, all that and more every Sunday night right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, coming to you Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time, only on Sports Byline. So let's touch on the visit of Frankie Edgar to Busan, South Korea. Not a good visit, folks. I mean, 10,000 people showed up to see the Korean zombie light Frankie up. And that's what happened. It was a TKO, 3 minutes and 18 seconds in. When you watch the fight, I have never in my life seen a guy that big, that that much, that bigger, that much bigger than the other guy. It was just like... It was like a man versus a boy. I mean, it was just like, holy, I couldn't believe it. I was like blown away by it. And here Frank Yeager is a former champion at 155. These guys are fighting at 145. Well, guess what? Frank Yeager got lit up. He should never fight again. I mean, his time has come. He's 39 years old. He's been a champion once. I think he was um, one of those overachievers when he got that title. But straight up, Frank Yeager last, Frank Yeager last night lasting less than one round against the Korean zombie. Jan Sung Hung. Bottom line is pretty good guy. Uh, Volkan Ozumer was a winner. He defeated Alexander Rakic in a split decision. These guys fighting a light heavyweight. And outside of that, no other big names on the car because there's no big names in the UFC. I keep telling you that. that you know, that $4.2 billion price tag that they paid for this pink elephant, whoever bought it, whoever owns it now, you know, they got taken. I mean, look at this. Conor McGregor <clears throat> and Cowboy Donald Cerrone. That's UFC 246. That's going to go down January 18th in the T-Mobile Arena. Supposed to be a big card. Well, why? Because Conor McGregor's on it. What does Conor really bring to the dance besides the fact he's a drunk, he's got some other issues, some emotional issues, and he, he's a bully? Outside of that, really, what does he bring to the dance? And he's been off a long time. I mean, he got that money, got rich off that Mayweather fight. Outside of the Mayweather fight, has he shown up to battle? No. He, show up, he showed up to fight uh, Khabib, and we saw what Khabib did. Khabib destroyed him. Khabib destroyed Listen, Khabib will – we won't get to Khabib right now. But Khabib, obviously, unbeaten in 25 fights, 28 fights, 27 fights, whoever you want to talk to, whoever, whoever holds different record books. The bottom line is he's never been beaten. He's a guy that's, that's wrestled lions and tigers. I kid you not. Look at YouTube. I think it was beaten up on a lion or a tiger or something like that. Anyway. He beat up on Conor pretty decisively. So Conor, I think, is finished as far as MMA is concerned. Why do I say that? Because of the fact that, you know, he's so, how can I put this? He's so, uh, when you fight at 155 and 145, you move to 170 and you get soft and you drink a lot of booze and this and that, man, it can't be good for you. It just can't be good for you. Let's switch gears. Let's go to the world of boxing. Of course, we bring in the young man. He is of Swedish descent. In fact, my mother's Norwegian, so I guess we have something in common. But do Jack, welcome to Ring Talk. Thank you, man. How's life treating you? Uh, great, great. Uh, preparing for my fight, so we got uh, six more days and uh, going to be a three-time world champion. Okay. So the last week before a fight, is, is, is it different? Talk to me about it. What's it like? I mean, I've been through it, but tell my listeners what it's like. The pressures. What do you go? What do you do when you wake up in the morning? Uh, you know, relax, eat some breakfast. Uh, you know, it's, it's more about weight now. All the hard work is done, so now it's just uh, maintaining the weight and get the last uh, couple of pounds off, and uh, that's it. Okay. Rest up. Okay. Jean Pascal, thirty-four and six, a draw. What does he bring to the dance? What does he do best? 
Uh, he's very awkward. He's rugged, tough. Uh, he's not like a very like technical boxer with straight punches. He's very unorthodox. He he. Uh, it's hard to prepare for a guy like that. But uh, yeah, I believe in myself. I believe in him. I'm gonna be victorious. Okay. <clears throat> What's it like? You're a person of color. I'm a person of color. My mother was Norwegian. I don't know if I heard you say that. You heard me say that, but she was like white as snow. And I was born in the '50s, man. I mean, this was not looked good upon by by the Norwegians. But there are yet people of color. People of color in Sweden and Norway now is, is are people of color accepted in, in Scandinavia? Yeah, yeah. I'm born in the '80s, early '80s. So yeah, it's a little different. But yeah, no, it's it. We have people from all over the world, you know. My my wife is Arab. My my kids are mixed. You know, my mom is white. My dad's from Africa. So I'm I'm in the middle of everything. So <laughs> no, nah, I mean, of course, it's still racism, but uh, no, nah, but it's it's not that bad as it was in the 50s. Badu Jack is our guest, folks. Of course, he is a uh, world rank light heavyweight. Of course, he hopes to be world light heavyweight champion for the third time, coming out of Stockholm, Sweden, where that was his birthplace, and he says. 36 years old, born in the 80s, 1983, born on Halloween. Do they have Halloween in um, in, in Sweden? Yeah, I guess they have Halloween all over the world. Huh? I, yeah. don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> so tell me, how do you how do you intend to impose your will on Mr. Pascal? How do you intend to do that? Talk to me. Uh, I mean, uh, boxing is all about being smart, so. You need to know when to uh, put the pressure on him and when to, uh, you know, uh, you know, be defensive, offensive. But you know, I'm always, I always come to fight, and I'm in great shape. And uh, yeah, I can't wait. Twenty-two and two, thirteen kills. So tell me about some. Of the, I know you're involved with some charitable uh, foundations and things like that. Tell me about some of the work you do outside of the ring. All right, so we have uh, my foundation, the Body Jack Foundation, and we uh, um, try to help uh, refugee kids all over the world. Our slogan is uh, giving uh, children across the globe a fighting chance in life. So um, I have a nutritional company called Ripper Nutrition, so we provide uh, some of these uh, refugee kids with uh, meal replacement shakes. And so when you buy a bar from us, you, you feed the child. And they they're gonna get all the vitamins, nutrients, everything. And uh, right now we working with a Syrian refugee camp. You know they need it the most, and uh, also a Palestinian refugee camp. And we do some work in, in Gambia, where my dad is from, also. You know, <clears throat> I don't know if you're a student of history or not, but in, in the nineteen in World War II, the um, the United States government took the Jap everybody that was a Japanese American, they put them in internment camps. Basically, they put them in prison. But at least they put them in prison with their kids. Okay, and now we've got people coming in this country or at the border. They're separating these people from their kids, man. For a long, I mean, this you know something about refugees. This has got to permanently scar these kids for life. Yeah, it's really sad what's going on over the world. Okay, I tried to get you to comment. Yeah, I tried we're just to... trying to do the right thing. All right, all right. Anyway, can you can you have your uh, manager text me some of the information on your foundation? I'll make sure I can get that out out and out in the world to uh, for you. Definitely, I appreciate it. Yeah, we have the bodyjackfoundation.org or jointeamjack.com. Okay, so you got a you're a pretty cocky dude. You got a prediction for this week? I'm not that cocky, but yeah, I'm, uh, I believe in myself. I'm gonna 
I believe I have what it takes to, to beat him, and uh, I'm looking forward to the fight. B-A-D-O-U, Badu Jack, folks, 22-2, and two, 13 kills for his taken battle with Jim Pascal for the light heavyweight title. We wish you the very best of luck, young man, and we thank you so much for spending some time with us, of course, really close to the fight and right in the middle of training and trying to make weight. I know probably I was never a, a comfortable guy making weight. I was sort of grumpy. You sound like you're in a pretty good mood today. Yeah, I'm great. Okay. Well, we wish you, Thank you. We wish you the best of luck, and we invite you back. To, we invite you to come back sometime soon, okay? Definitely. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Badu Jack, folks, Stockholm, Sweden, 22 and 2, 13 KOs. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Did you know that? But you know it now. Sports Byline takes a minute of a break. We'll come back, talk boxing and MMA on the other side of it. Don't forget, Ring Talk airs Saturday and Sunday at 11 a.m. Pacific time right here on the mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, and of course, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, Channel 211. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. 800 Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. 
So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the time. One minute, 13 seconds in round number two. Our referee in charge, David Field, stops the contest. He is the winner by way of technical knockout. He is still undefeated. And the new IBF lightweight champion of the world, Teofimo Lopez. Teofimo Lopez, you get that world championship. You fulfilled your father's prophecy that you would be a champion. (laughs) It's right there. What does this mean to you, though, to be called a world champion? God, thank you. Always. Adios, gracias. Gracias, adios. Thank you so much, man. <laughs> I'm lost for words, but like the, the great KG said, anything is possible. Anything is possible! You fought a heavy-handed champion who had power in both hands. How were you able to break him down like that? Preparation, man. <laughs> that's a bad guy. That's a bad man right there. Any shot could have done the same thing. So I think everybody was looking forward to this fight for those reasons, man. It was going to be an explosive night. This is a place where the greatest fighters have fought, where the greatest fought fighters have lost. But you come away with your first ever title, and you did it just down the street from where you were born. What does this mean to you? Everything. It's a blessing on blessing, man. Uh, I'm grateful, man. I just want to tell everybody out there, dreams come true, man. You just got to have faith in it and just keep going. 17 years, man. My first world title, winning it at Madison Square Garden. This is surreal, man. Your dad said you would be a champion in 15 fights and that you would be fighting Vasily Lomachenko in your 16th fight. Who do you want next? You guys know who you want, man. 2020, it'll be going down. But as of right now, I'm going to finish the year enjoying life. Enjoying life as we all should, man. I'm more than an athlete. And I go to every athlete out there, to every fan that, that think that we're just robots. We're more than athletes, baby. More than athletes. You're getting to see it. Honduras, this is para ti. Thank you very much. The new champion, Teofimo Lopez, Joe. I love him, baby. Teofimo Lopez. I can I say pound for pound. Is he ready for Vasil Lomachenko? Look, when these guys were amateurs, um, Teofimo went 24 and 6. Never scored a knockout. I thought that was a bit unusual. Never scored a knockout as an amateur. But on the flip side, Vasil Lomachenko, two-time world amateur champion, 84 and 1 as an amateur, 18 stops. Of course, these guys are going to hook it up. They've both got 15 fights. What's going to happen? Something's got to bust, man. This is going to happen in April. Um, Bob Arum's going to put his two top guys against one another. Uh, you know, I don't think Bob can lose. And he's 85, 86 years old. He's putting together a good fight with his own two guys. And I think a lot of promoters don't want to do that. And the fact that the fact that he's got his guys who want to fight each other, that's, that's good. Of course, if, if Al Heyman would do that with Premier Boxing Champions, maybe we'd have some more flow uh, from that side of the fence. But the bottom line is, top 10 pound-for-pound boxers in the entire world. Of course, people think that Alvarez is up there. Of course, Saul Canelo Alvarez, Terrence Crawford. 
Gennady uh, Golovkin. I can't believe that, that people still consider him in the top 10 pound for pound. But according to um, the uh, the ratings here, as far as the ratings are pound for pound at BoxRec.com, he's like number three. Spence is number four. Spence should be out of the ratings. In fact, you know, maybe we should roll up, the, cart up that Spence interview. You know, because Earl Spence is talking all kinds of stuff like, you know, I can't really tell you what happened, uh, blah, blah, blah. But the bottom line is he's the luckiest dude alive. Carol, it's great to see you. First time you've spoken in public about it. You look good. I think that's the first thing. How are you feeling? How is your health? How is your face? How's everything? Um, everything's been good. Um, like everybody knows, I've been in uh, a horrible car accident, but I'm feeling good. I've spent a lot of time with my family, my friends, and my little girls, and just, you know, enjoying the time with them while I've been off from boxing. What was the extent of your injuries as far as your facial injuries, your teeth, everything? Um, I really was just sore, like my whole body was just sore, you know, it was just, a, you know, I guess a miracle from God. And, um, you know, he really protected me during the accident because, I mean, anybody else would probably have been killed. So, you know, it was just a blessing from God that, you know, I was able to make it safe and I was able to return to, back to boxing this year, well, next year. Uh, we're looking at it right here again, the scene of the, the accident, one car accident. What do you remember from it, Errol? Um, I don't really remember too much, but I can't really talk about the case now. I've been advised by my lawyer because it's still uh, it's still a pending um, still a pending case going on. So out of respect, you know, I choose not to talk about it. So I know there was a DUI involved as well. So is there anything legally that will keep you out of the ring, or let's before we deal with that health-wise, anything that will keep you out of the ring, or can you get through this? Oh, I definitely get through it. I'm fighting around May, May June, so I'll be back real soon. Um, I already started training last week. And I was feeling good. I hit the mitts and everything. I had the ran and stuff, too. So I'm feeling good so I can continue training and start the 2020. So, all right, you're answering all these questions. You can come back in May. How does it feel training? And is there anything, again, with absorbing shots, again, to your, to your face, given that you did have some injuries and, and dental work, I understand? Anything that you're worried about as far as even sparring before you get into the ring? Um, no, I feel good. Like I said, um, I've been working with my coach and everything like that, and I've been running and training still. So um, I feel good. I was back last week, and um, I wasn't sore or anything. I felt like, you know, I just took a took a long time to rest. So I feel real good. It's just like it's been a miracle and um, a blessing from God that, you know, I haven't had anything serious would have had me out for a year or two or just would have been, you know, ending my career. So I'm just glad to be here with my kids, my family, um, I think my fans and everybody who supported me and the media and stuff like that, you know. It's just a blessing just to be here, and I'm very gracious of it. How did your uh, body feel when you were training, just working out? Uh, my body actually felt good. Um, I took some time off, and uh, now I think I'm rejuvenated, and I'm ready to get back in the gym and train hard and uh, hopefully fight one of the top fighters. I don't, I don't want a tune-up fight. I only want to fight Pacquiao or if Garcia win this fight, I want to fight Danny Garcia. I post fight him in January, but, you know, I had my accident, so, um, you know, that's the guy that I'm looking to fight. Again, we're looking at the PBC welterweight landscape here. Errol Spence is the welterweight champion. He's got the WBC and the IBF belts. Pacquiao, Keith Thurman losing to Pacquiao. Danny Garcia looming. Sean Porter, who knows, maybe we see that again. I should mention Bud Crawford is also a titleist at welterweight. Any thoughts on any of these guys or Bud Crawford? Because, again, you're acknowledged as the top guy at welterweight. Who do you want to fight? What do you want to do? Like I said, I'm the top dog in the division. I am the king of the welterweight division. And like I said, I know them guys... Wish that I wasn't back so fast, but I am back, and I want to fight the top names in the division. Whether it's Manny Pacquiao, whether it's Terrence Crawford, or whether it's Danny Garcia, I do want the top names, and I do want to be the undisputed welterweight champion of the world. Fighting everybody, then? Definitely, definitely. You think you'll be back in May? 
Uh, I'll definitely be back in the summertime. Uh, summertime, did you say, or May, or the spring, or summer? When do you think? Uh, summer or spring. I definitely be back. I definitely be back next year. Any restrictions on sparring or anything like that, or any physical restrictions when you get back in the gym? Uh, no restrictions at all. I've been cleared. I've been cleared. They did all type of scans on me and stuff, and you know they they think it's a miriculous. So I mean, I can't explain it. All I gotta do is just thank God, and you know that I'm here. That I've been able to hear it and touch my kids and kiss them. And I'm here with my mother and my father, and uh, you know I can get the fans what they've been wanting. They've been wanting me to come back, girl, the true Spence. And I'm definitely gonna put on a great show when I do come back. And uh, you know, the second time around, I'm not gonna take anything for granted. I think he's lying. I, I'm sorry, man. I just think he's lying. I really do. I think he put on a good front. I mean, he waited a good significant amount of time before he came back. He did his thing on TV. Some of the, the scabs are gone and the eye bruises, the eye, inner eye bruises is bleeding in the, that right eyeball in particular, the right pupil. Um, that wasn't evident in the interview. But his speech was a little slow. And I'm saying he wasn't on medication like that. And, you know, he says, well, I hit the pads last week and I'm ready to go. I've been cleared this and that. Yikes. That's all I can say is yikes. Because I got news for you. I will say this, and I will say this from the bottom of my heart. If I was another welterweight right now, I'd be lining up to fight Earl Spence. If I was Terrence Crawford, man, no, 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 no tune-ups. Let's go, let's go right away. Right away. And why do I say that? Because I think that, that one fight, there's a good chance that Earl Spence, if he has that one fight, that's going to be it. Because let me tell you, when he starts getting hit for real, I mean for real, in a real competitive fight, not sparring now. Sparring, of course, is a, it's not quite the same. But when you start getting hit in a real fight with a guy like Crawford cracking you with those rights and lefts from different, both the southpaw and the orthodox uh, stance, I think it's going to be a long night for you, especially the fact that he's, he's bruised. And I, I don't think that a guy can come back from that. I just don't think a guy can come back emotionally and or physically. Speaking of a guy coming back, a lot of comeback fighters. Well, talk about the comeback fight of the year. Who was it, really? Who was the comeback fight of the year? Had to be Manny Pacquiao. I mean, come on, Manny Pacquiao, of course. You heard Spence mention him, that Spence would like to fight Manny Pacquiao. Everybody in Walt at the welterweight division wants to fight Manny Pacquiao. Why? One thing. He was born in 1995, January 22nd, 1995, meaning he's, four, no, 1978. <laughs> Excuse me. He was turned pro in 1995. But he, turned, he was born in 1970, meaning he's 48 years old, 41 years old. So he's old. He could be 98. I mean, the bottom line is, you know, the just for men, that kind of good stuff makes him a little bit younger. We all use it. I understand. But, you know, I'm not boxing. I'm not fighting. Of course, he beat Keith Thurman. Keith Thurman came in at 20. I know, but Keith Thurman was one of those guys that trained more on weed than he did anything else. I mean, that guy had it down. I mean, that guy was getting stoned all the time. And guess what? Some people, you can tell if they smoke weed. You can just say, hey, man, you know, I'm really slow. And he was one of those, he's just one of those guys. It was pretty obvious this guy smoked weed and it wasn't one of those uh, beneficial types. It wasn't beneficial for him. I mean, the guy went into the forest and blew a flute and played, I guess, with snakes. I kind of go, I kid you not. I kid you not. That's Keith Thurman. Of course, Keith Thurman now 29 and 1, having lost to Manny Pacquiao. I mean, of course, he lost to Manny Pacquiao. They called it a split decision. But, man, Manny Pacquiao licked him like a stamp. Manny Pacquiao, 62 and 7, 39 KOs, been stopped three times. The champion, what, 112, 120. 22 pounds, 126 pounds, 130 pounds. I mean, all the way up. I mean, Manny just won titles. He just kept going. I think he even won a belt for a minute at 154 pounds. But what was his peak? What was his peak? I mean, think about that. What was his peak? Well, he never really had a peak, per se, because he sort of had different levels of peaking. I mean, he peaked at 122. He peaked at 126. He peaked at 147. He peaked, of course. I mean, Manny's has had multiple peaks in his career, and I wish him all the best, but at 41 years old, I mean, he's a senator now in, in the Philippines, soon to be president maybe in the next mm, four to six years. Um, 
I think he should concentrate on that. I really do. I think the fact that if he could walk away from boxing right now at at his age, at 41 years old, coming off that big win over Keith Thurman, because, you know, it isn't, it isn't just the fight. Everybody says, well, the fight was relatively easy. No, it wasn't relatively easy. Keith Thurman hit him. It wasn't like he wasn't a one-sided fight. He didn't get hit. Manny Pacquiao got hit some, okay? And that, and the fact that training, you get hit in training, you take damage in training. Listen, this is not... This is not baseball. It's not spring training. You just don't go to spring training cramp, you know, and, and hit home runs out, out, uh, in a boxing gym. It just doesn't happen that way. Bottom line is Manny Pacquiao soon to be 42 years old. 42 years old and still fighting. Nah, nah, nah. That's why these guys want him because he's 42. Earl Spence, he's lunch. He's toast. I'd love to fight him if I was a welterweight. You are tuned in the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, we'll talk boxing MMA after the break. You can hit us up on the toll-free, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or the guilt-free, no-commitment text line. Text us a line here, 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. You're tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Don't forget, Ring Talk airs Saturday and Sunday is 11 a.m. Pacific. I'm right here on the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, and, of course, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, Channel 211. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. 
If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. iHeartRadio loves music, so let's count the ways. Over 20 million songs from 800,000 artists, all free. And like Pandora, you can create your own custom station from any of those 800,000 artists. Just tell us an artist or even a song that you like, and we'll build a custom playlist for you. Add to that thousands of the best live radio stations, and you'll never have to worry about finding the perfect song for your commute, mood, or party. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download our iHeartRadio app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. Check it, sports fans. You're listening to Ring Talk Live Worldwide in exclusive Sports Byline production. In case you didn't know it, you can get up tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. on the East Coast or 3 a.m. Pacific time. In other words, stay up all night, pull an all-nighter, and watch the ESPN Plus card, of course, featuring Ryota Murata, the WBA middleweight champion, of course, the twice-beaten lad, 2012 Olympic gold medalist, I believe, out of Japan. Of course, WBA middleweight champion defending against Stephen Butler, unheralded Stephen Butler. But you don't have to be all that heralded to beat these Japanese guys. Oh, how can I say that? I'm just telling you the truth. I mean, you know, they, they come to fight, they're in shape, but somehow, you know, I just, I don't know, I just don't think they rise to the occasion. Maybe in the lighter weights, the real lighter weights, like 100, 105, 108 pounds, 112 pounds, 118 pounds, but you get up here in the middle weights, heavy weights, things like that, you don't see too many Asian guys. Rayo Murata, of course, the WBA middleweight champion, wish him the very best of luck, but Stephen Butler is supposedly a formidable foe. And of course, the 28th, that's going to be, as I said, December 23rd, ESPN Plus, 6 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 o'clock a.m. Pacific Time, live from Tokyo, Japan. Now, we move on the schedule to the 28th. Of course, Showtime's going to rock and roll. Showtime's still going. A lot of people thought Showtime would be dead and buried by now. Of course, HBO, they've gone off into the... The afterworld. I mean, bottom line is HBO, Larry, HBO retired godfather Larry Merchant. We talk about that once in a while. But, you know, he said, like, like an old champ. An old champ comes and champion's champion for a while, and then he loses, and it's time for him to go away. And it was, that was time for HBO to go away. But Showtime's still sticking around. 9 p.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock in the West. Of course, Javante Davis unbeaten. They call him the tank. If he's dedicated, if he gets himself together, I think he's won – one incredibly talented fighter. Of course, he can hook it up with the, the aforementioned, uh, you know, Tiafimo Lopez or Vasil Lomachenko. I mean, lightweight's looking pretty good. Of course, this is a tune-up fight for him against Yuri Gamboa, the former Cuban great. Not He's still Cuban, but he was a former great fighter. I mean, at one point in time, I mean, I thought he was untouchable, like 126, 130 pounds. Then 135, maybe not so much. And I think he tried to move up after that. But the bottom line is Gamboa looks like an opponent here. For Mr. Javante Davis. Of course, the man we just had on a few minutes ago, John uh, Badu Jack, and to take on John Pascal. Pascal 36 and 4, Badu Jack 22 and 2 for the WBA light heavyweight title. Of course, these guys, they don't like each other. Badu Jack, very, very complimentary for the most part. I mean, he's, he's respectful in this and that, but there, there's bad blood between these two guys, and I can't wait for these two guys to hook it up. Maybe we can get Badu Jack post-fight after that. So that December 28th, that rounds out the year for the world of professional boxing. Now, the world of MMA, mixed martial arts. As I said, UFC 245, going to go down, of course, January 18th in the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. They call it Paradise Nevada. It's just like, what, are they crazy? No, they just, it's Las Vegas. Anyway, 
Conor McGregor fighting 170 pounds against Donald Cerrone. The thing to uh, realize here is that Conor McGregor hasn't won in a long time, and Donald Cerrone hasn't won in a long time either. He's lost two fights in a row. Anthony Pettis on the card taking on Carlos Diego Ferreira, and uh, Holly Holmes going to be on the card, the former world bantamweight champion. Of course, the former, she was an incredibly talented boxer. I, I, I was a ring announcer for some of her championship fights down there in uh in, in Albuquerque, New Mexico. I mean, she was really the rage down there. She was. She sold tickets. She could sell eight, ten thousand tickets. I mean, I kid you not. Good tickets. I'm not talking about like five, ten bucks. I mean, like good, good price tickets. She, she sold them in a casino. But she was a hell of a fighter as a boxer. And of course, she turned into the world of mixed martial arts. And she beat Ronda Rousey. And of course, after that, it was all downhill. Why? Because you know her and Lenny Fresco thought they were going to tell Dana White where to go and how to go and all that kind of good stuff. And when you do that. You go against, you know, you can't, sometimes you can't move against something that's immovable. And I think that Dana White is such a force in the world of professional uh, mixed martial arts that, you know, he, he, that's why I don't want him in the world of boxing. And that's what scares me about, about um, Al Heyman coming over to the world of boxing, wanting to call, start his old PBC championships and uh, premier boxing champions. Of course, we got that clip from them in Fox Sports a little earlier with the Earl Spence thing. But they want to start their own championship belts and that kind of good stuff. And I saw what, hap- what happened when, uh, when Dana White did that with the UFC. And, you know, it's just not right. I, I talked earlier about I talked with um, – uh, about the fact that he got $500,000. I'm talking about Jorge Masvidal headlines Madison Square Garden. It's a $7 million gate, 6.5, something like this, $6.5 million. And then, of course, it was a, it was a hit on paper. It was a hit on pay-per-view. Huge hit on pay-per-view. Huge hit as far as digital sales were concerned. Big, big fight as far as digital sales were concerned worldwide. And how much did he get? Five hundred grand and maybe a $50,000 bonus. What kind of crap is that? Who kind of, listen, I told you, Dana White, El Pimpo. Anyway, UFC 246. The Cowboy, Donald Cerrone, a loser in two fights, taking him back against a guy that hasn't won in a while, neither, in Conor McGregor. Of course, that's going to go down January 18th. T-Mobile Arena, no big deal there. As far as, you know, Conor's, Conor's just a drunk. I, I don't want to say stereotypical Irishman because I'll get all get all kinds of heat for that. But the bottom line is he, he's got his own liquor, his own whiskey brand. He drinks all the time. He throws booze bottles at people. Uh, you know, and he's not, he's not the nicest guy in the world, whether you want to make it a believer or not. Curtis Blaze, Junior Dos Santos, USC Fight Night. January 25th, come to us from Raleigh, North Carolina. Oh, boy, Raleigh. Of course, what a hot spot that was. No, it's not. Curtis Blaze, of course, a heavyweight that can crack. Junior Dos Santos, a former heavyweight champion. Of course, a guy that could box, really box really well. Man, he was a, he was a hell of a boxer. But somehow I think the punishment he's taking is going gonna, is gonna, is gonna to pay dividends for Turner's Blades because, you know, I just don't think these beatings these guys take, somehow, sometime it's got to come to an end. I remember Sean O'Grady was a, a hell of a boxer out of, out, of, uh, out of Oklahoma. Of course, the USA, probably more famous than being a lightweight champion of the WBA was the fact that he was the USA boxing announcer on the Tuesday Night Fights for so many years. But he was able to take it, and then one point in time, he couldn't take it no more. And I think that's just the way it's going to happen with a lot of these USC guys. I mean, they're taking it, they're taking it, they're taking it, and then they can't rise to the next level anyway. Curtis Blades, Junior Dos Santos, heavyweight's going to go at it. Of course, January 25th from uh, PNC Arena in Raleigh, North Carolina. That's going to be an ESPN+. Plus. Also on the card, Rafael Dos Santos, former champion at 155, now fighting at 170, taking on Michael Chisa. Outside of that, I'm not seeing any big names on the card. The card that's probably most intriguing thus far, as far as the upcoming schedules occurring in the world of the USC is the Khabib card. I'm talking about USC 249, April 18th, Barclays Center in New York City. Brooklyn, baby. Brooklyn in the house. Of course, talk about Teofimo Lopez a little bit early. He's from Brooklyn. He's Brooklyn's pride, no doubt about that. But Khabib, Khabib Noranoff, uh, 
Khabib Nurmagomedov. Forget it, man. I have a hard time with his last name. We just call him Khabib. Anyways, take it on Tony Ferguson. Of course, Tony Ferguson famous around here for having all those great tapes about him and the old lady. Of course, holy water, all that kind of good stuff. But Tony can fight. Tony never really lost. Tony got hurt. Never really lost his championship. He was a lightweight champion at one point in time. Of course, he also fought at 170, but he's primarily a 155-pounder. He's got a 25-3 and record. I mean, the guy's real. He's lost once by submission and twice by decision, so he hasn't been knocked out ever. He's scored 12 knockouts and 25 wins, 8 submission wins and 5 decisions. He is the real deal. He's a scary guy. He's like, he's frightening. He even scares his wife. He scares the snot out of his wife. And I, you know, I can't, I, I can't blame her for being scared. But Khabib, he doesn't scare Khabib. He just doesn't scare Khabib. Khabib can't be scared. The guy's fought lions and tigers. I kid you, I'm not kidding you when I say that. I've seen some, some films of him on, on uh, YouTube where he's rumbling with uh, bears. That's what it was. It wasn't a lion or a tiger. It was a bear. He actually out-wrestled a bear, and it wasn't like Ted the Wrestling Bear back in the day when they had that bear that would go around the country and wrestle guys. I mean, really, they had one one guy that wrestled this bear. He was also the bear's handler, and he traveled from city to city with the bear, and they would travel in a trailer, and they didn't fly. They would travel in a trailer, and he would tour the country, and he would wrestle this bear in every single city. I kid you not. Of course, the bear was cool. One night, the bear gangster slapped him and didn't go too well, and he retired. I can't remember the guy's exact name, about, but Khabib, Khabib is a monster, 24-0, 27-0, 28-0. Of course, so some people, Sure Dog has him, I think, at 28-0. But 28-0, eight knockouts, 10 submission wins, 10 decision wins. He is, like, unstoppable. I don't know if anybody could ever beat him at 155. He's just, he's got this style where he's strong and he'll get, he can box a little bit. He's a decent little boxer, decent hands, okay? Of course, out of the American kickboxing down there in Silicon Valley, California, but he he can box a little bit. He can his big thing is just like overpowering you. Remember what he was telling that one guy? He was telling him, "I have broken you. You better quit now before you get hurt." Imagine that. Man, I never told a guy that. I could never imagine me telling some guy that in a clinch. Man, I, I you know I, I've broken you. I'm gonna I'm gonna hurt you. And like, but he was serious. He is the real deal. Of course, out of the Soviet Union, Russia originally. Of course, Mr. Putin's guy. No doubt about that. Five foot ten, one fifty five. How he makes one fifty five. I'll never know, but the bottom line is he weighs about 175 or 180 when he gets into the octagon. Now, somebody brought that up yesterday. In fact, the Ph.D. of boxing, Mr. Socrates Palmer of Brooklyn, New York, of course, the Bronx, it came back to the Bronx. Anyway, he says that he doesn't think these MMA fighters should be allowed to put on the weight that they're putting on. I mean, there's no limit on what these guys can weigh, none whatsoever, none. They weigh in at 155. You weigh down at 155. You're going to weigh in like 24 hours before the fight. You weigh in at 155. You're done. Okay, and guess what? You can go up to 170, 175, whatever your body can hold, you can weigh. And I think that while it's a disadvantage to some people, it's an advantage to others. And I don't think they should be able to do that. Of course, the IBF, I believe, the International Boxing Federation, has got a rule where where, uh, Teofimo Lopez, of course, and Richard Clomey last week, the defending champion before he got knocked out in the second round by that single punch, um, they both had to weigh in a second time the day of the fight, the morning of the fight. They couldn't weigh in no more than 10 pounds heavier than their original weigh-in. So in other words, 135, 145. Both of them, I believe, both gained 9 pounds and weighed about 144. So 135 to 144, not that big of a weight gain. But when you've guys got stepping guys, guys stepping in at 155 and coming back at 170, 175, I mean, basically they're, they're like two divisions bigger. And when you look at Khabib, he's one of these guys that can master the weight, much like Canelo mastered the weight. Remember Canelo Alvarez, of course, Saul Alvarez, the pound-for-pound king of boxing as far as money is concerned, signed that $375 million contract with the zone. But, you know, I mean, 
when he moved up from 154 pounds, when he started starved to make 154 pounds, he was so much bigger than the other guys. At 160, he's about about the same size as the guys. At 168, he gives away a little bit in size advantage, of course, and just gave up that 175-pound belt where he gave up a whole lot of size. Okay, So he's back to 160. He's probably going to stay there at 168. But that's his weight. Khabib, Khabib's weight is 155, but I think Khabib should be put on some type of governor. What I mean by that is there should be some type of restriction as far as the weight's concerned. Of course, Tony Ferguson, when he's balls to the walls, guys, he don't care. But I would care. If I was working in Tony Ferguson's corner, I'd want, I wouldn't want this guy coming in at 190 pounds, would you? I mean, think about that. Because, again, we're not talking about boxing per se. We're talking about when you can lay on top of a guy, when you can lean on a guy. If you've got a 15-pound weight advantage and you lean on a guy, that's going to be a hell of an advantage. And I tell you, I don't think it's only um, prevalent in MMA. It happens in boxing. But MMA, man, it's, they just get away with it like murder. So anyway, I'm looking at the rest of the car for the rest of the year. Khabib is going to rock in. Of course, my man, Francis Ngannou coming back. The guy, the only guy that, listen, the only guy that Scott Cuddy scared of. I kid you not. Scott Cuddy fears this guy, as do I and every other heavyweight on the planet. Francis Ngannou, of course, he fought Stippy Miocic for the World Heavyweight Championship. Almost had Miocic out in the first round. Ended up going five rounds, lost the decision. He's 14-3. and three. All three fights he's lost by decision. Pretty good fighter. No, no. He's amazing. He's the most dominant force I've ever seen as far as combat sports are concerned because he can make you fight his fight. I mean, he will make you he will make you he will punch down on you and I I don't think he's got a problem beating anybody right now. I think the confidence is there. I think the fact the UFC's had him off for a few months. I'm not good on that. I think keeping this guy active is the way to go. But of course, he's going to he beat up Junior the Santos last fight, knocked him out what? A minute 11. Before that, Cain Velasquez, the Mexican dream, the rage, the two-time champion, of course, out of Silicon Valley in the American Kickboxing Academy. Knocked him out. Phoenix, Arizona, 26 seconds. Before that, went over to uh, Beijing, China, knocked out the aforementioned Curtis Blades. Of course, it's going to come back in the main event real soon. But knocked him out in, what, uh, 45 seconds. Well, you know, the guy's rocking and rolling. I mean, no doubt about that. But he lost before that to Derek Lewis. Of course, that was after the, the Miocic fight. And the reason why I think he lost to Derek Lewis was, he is, you know, same thing going into the Stephen Miocic fight. The guy believes his own press ratings. He believes those clips where he sees him killing people and he's the most dominant fighter in the world. And he is, but you've got to prepare. You've got to prepare right. And he didn't do his groundwork that time. He wasn't too hip on the ground. Of course, Stippy brought him down. Stippy's not a big ground guy either, but Stippy was kicking his ass on the ground. Why? More experience. What did I say if they ever fight again? Look out, Stippy! I think the man to beat right now in the heavyweight division, without a doubt, is Francis Ngannou in the world of mixed martial arts. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 35, make that 36 years of radio presence. Check it out. Ring Talk returns right after the break. I'm going to go home, hang out with my wife, my dogs, get the baby to set up, and then, uh, then we'll figure it out from there. I'm just tired right now. I'm going to go home and hang out and... Uh, Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? 
fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free Page Publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 not too long ago it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank didn't it for a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. The horns of the mighty Tower of Power, baby. 51 years of blowing it. Man, those guys got it going on for the same Tower of Power horn section. But the rhythm section might be better than the horn section. People don't realize that. The overrated horn section sometimes. Eh, the underrated rhythm section. Bottom line is, overrated, underrated, Mikey Garcia is coming back. Of course, 39-1. and one. Had his last fight to Mr. Lost his last fight to Earl Spence. Hasn't seen been seen much since then. Of course, the guy that took off a couple of years. He's back, of course, and he's going to take on Jesse Vargas. Jesse Vargas, 29 and two, 11 KOs, a former champion, 140, 147 pounds. We'll see how what weight they do there. Probably 140. But if they go at 147, Mikey Garcia is out of his weight element, no doubt about that. Straight up, I want to mention some things before I go. It's happy holidays, of course. Whether you're separating, celebrating. Um, Hanukkah, or Kwanzaa, or Christmas, or whatever you're celebrating, man. When you know whether you're even not celebrating. But the bottom line is, I wish you the very best. 
best here in 2019 and 2020 because, you know, you could be doing a thousand things. No, a million things in the world right now. But the fact you're listening to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, well, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Of course, I have a sold-out show February 1st. Palomonte Productions has sold out the um, the Italian Center out there in, uh, in, in Excelsior District. Of course, I want to thank my ambassadors and talk about the three ladies, the Cervani sisters, both Rosario and Elizabeth and, of course, the incomparable Virginia Quadrilinaris, and and my DJs, Bobby A., and of course, we'll bring in Mr. Uh, Salsa as well. So we're going to rock and roll February 1st. The event sold out. Feel pretty good about that. I feel pretty good about having to do this show week in and week out, of course, 36 plus years now. I thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. This has been Ring Talk Live Worldwide. What can I say? Boxing, the 28th, of course, going to rock with Gervonta Davis, Yuri Gamboa, the aforementioned Badu Jack. He was on the show a little earlier. Of course, he's going to take on Gene Pascal for the WBA Light Heavyweight title. And, and tomorrow morning, which is Monday morning in the United States at 6 a.m. Eastern Time and 3 a.m. Pacific Time, Ryota Marauders will take on the Canadian parts in defense of the WBA middleweight title. So boxing, all kinds of boxing happening. ESPN Plus, Showtime, The Zone, you got it going on. Until next time, peace, love, much respect, and happy holidays from us at the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. <laughs>